Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown 39 and single, can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall Funny, smart, love basketball From gay, straight, black to white Tiny eyes with an underbite I just need sperm Sperm cast Hello! Welcome back to Spermcast. You guys, guess what? I think I'm rounding a corner. The last month or more was pretty damn rough for me, as you may have noticed, but I'm feeling kind of better right now, despite the fact that I have a cold sore on my lip and despite the fact that my sweet fella and I split up. Now, I know I only mentioned him in like a 10-second cutaway one time, so you may not even know that I was seeing somebody, but I was, and he was great. But it turns out our timing was way, way off. I mean, would you want to date a woman who was doing a podcast about finding a sperm donor? Maybe. But what if you knew you didn't want to have any more kids and you were still waiting for your divorce papers to come back? And what if you lived about an hour away and had a stressful full-time job and she never had the time to come see you so you always made the trek to see her, even though you always said you preferred going to her anyway? And what if she was ready for much, much, much more than you were emotionally capable of? Would you still date her? Me? Anyway, I guess this is the part where I tell you new listeners that uh, I think you should go back to the beginning and listen from the top because we're all on a journey together. But heck, if you don't want to, well, here's here's the rundown. My name is Molly Hockey. I'm an actor, a writer, I'm a comedian. I'm fully single. Um, <laughs> that's Sorry, that's just funny to me because I, uh, you know, I said I was single this whole time because, sorry, I'm going back to the breakup thing. Guys, I said I was single in this thing because technically I am single. Okay, but I just found out last weekend that he kind of resented that I would say that I was single. But I am. He didn't want to be my boyfriend. Put a ring on it, guys. And by ring, I mean be my boyfriend. Oh my gosh, now y'all think that I'm trying to send a message to him via podcast. I swear I'm not doing that. I, he's not, I, I guarantee you he's not even listening to this podcast. He's a healthy person who's not going to go and listen to his ex on a podcast about her finding somebody else's sperm. Okay, so now that that's clear, uh... Andrew, I love you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's not true, you guys. I don't love him. I haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> we never got there. <laughs> I'm just having a good time in a room by myself recording voiceovers. Oh, man. But that would be so funny if he was listening, wouldn't it? Are you listening? <laughs> I'm serious, you guys. I don't love him. <laughs> no offense, uh, you. Uh, you know, maybe I could one day. I'm moving on now. Okay, new listeners, look, this is what's gonna happen. I uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a rundown like I usually do every week because uh, we don't have time. This is a very fun interview I'm about to do, and there's some really fun extra tidbits on the end. Uh, so if you're curious about what's happened in previous episodes, either start from the beginning or go to the last episode and listen to the rundown that happens in the beginning of that episode. Okay, so. 
Coming up, we have a very fun and loose interview. And when I say loose, I mean I've had one gin and tonic and my brain is really kind of mushy and fun. And after that, we have a very, very interesting phone call from an old friend with a lead on some premium grade sperm. Shall I introduce my guest? He's tall. He's handsome. He's smart. He is funny as hell. He's a TV writer on things like Ghosted and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Comedy Bang Bang. He's an improviser at UCB and he's performed all over the world. His name is Carl Tart. Come on down. Check, 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 check. Carl, can you say something? Check, 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 mic, check, check, check. Okay, cool. Molly, say a little something. Hey, it's me, and I'm checking. I'm checking it. I'm check, check, check. Should we do a cry check? Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. That's, you're, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you make me cry. I wasn't gonna cry that last episode. What did I do? I don't remember. You're like, oh, we're at eight point five, and then I'm like, don't do it, and you're like, oh, nine point five, and I'm like, stop. <laughs> I really am like lightweight, and I've had no sleep. <clears throat> Did y'all have a designer for back here? Did you do this? Matt did it. This is oh Amanda, super super cool. Did you call her Rebecca? No. no. <laughs> Who's Rebecca? Oh my God, Molly, you're drunk. <laughs> I am. You should record said, this. Did y'all have a designer back here? Oh yeah, you heard that as Rebecca. <laughs> you have terrible <laughs> hearing. No, it's all Matt. Matt is like so good at all this design stuff, and he studies. He really made um, all this stuff. Scenic design, and he got a master in scenic design, oh. so he's like can do this kind of stuff it's such like a cool like den i think he wants to start like a side hustle doing like interior design i feel like there's an open market for like bachelors or like men who want more of like a masculine mm -hmm. interior design so if you'd like him to come down to koreatown <laughs> do you live uh, in <laughs> yeah not until i get my own spot yeah mm -hmm. like, and then you'll, I got you'll many, go to town i got too many roommates but when i when i do who are your roommates uh, my teammate Iffy and wife and child. <gasps> oh my and, goodness! Uh, was wow, Kyle. there's a lot of you. There's a lot of people there. It sounds worse than what it is. You have a lot of uh, space. I have all the space I need. Do I want more space? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have all mm -hmm. the space I need. And uh, when she found out she was pregnant, because we're young by LA pregnancy standards, mm -hmm. even though we're all. I, I don't know how old you are. I'm 29. You are so young. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. We're yeah. not recording this. Yeah, we are recording. We are? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, they had a baby two years ago, and they had another roommate in there that they were like, we want to... Uh, maybe change it up and I needed to uh, I needed to get out of my mom's house uh, finally they were like hey you want to move in here rent's cheap and yeah. I was like yeah <laughs> and I've had a great time uh, helping That's raise good. the baby how old is wow. the baby she's two Aww, she's sweet. very cute Aww. I'll show you guys pictures of her Aww. Uh, and and so your mom lives where does your mom live like a Ladera Heights area, right before you get mm -hmm. to Inglewood. Uh, There's like an area called Baldwin Hills and Windsor. Oh, yeah. Baldwin Hills, Windsor Hills, and Ladera Heights are all basically the same neighborhood. Okay. But they just are separated by a few a few boundaries. Okay. Yeah. I used to do princess birthday parties where I just like go to people's houses for their kids' parties dressed as like Cinderella. Yeah. <laughs> and one time I went to Baldwin Hills and normally it's like a big party and there's like 50 kids and you're like a babysitter basically. But this was the best idea ever and I'm like, if I'm ever like rich and have kids, I'm totally going to do this. They just hired me and one other princess to come and like wake the kids up. 
It was their little for girl's their birthday? birthday. Yeah, for their birthday. It was just us. We came to the house. We woke the little girl up and she was like, oh my God, Cinderella. And then we just like had egos together. That's really? amazing. Like so much morning? better yeah, than a Yeah, it was party. like 9 a.m. Oh, wow. It was really cool. That is so much better than a party. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was like a super cool like parent move. Yeah. You know, it's like way more baller than doing a big birthday party just to have like private time with the princess. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that I used to be a party clown? <laughs> God, I, so I wasn't pretty enough that. to be a princess. <laughs> <laughs> a birthday party princess. Yeah, you, you are. I was a hype crew at a bar mitzvah once. A what? A hype crew. like. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, y'all. Give it up for Joshua. So you weren't the DJ. You were like a DJ's just assistant. Like, get, like do jokes oh my God, and fall Joshua. and do bits. Because like, I'm not the best dancer. It was like other dancers there. But I guess they couldn't talk to people. So oh I was God. just like, oh, yeah, y'all. Make these kids feel like they're a part of <laughs> culture. <laughs> I remember going to my first uh, party as a, uh, a party clown. And the kids were like, when's the real clown coming? <laughs> I was really bad. I hated it. Did you make balloon animals? I made balloon animals and I did a lot of face painting and I'm good at the balloon animals. Really? Yeah. I still pull that one out at parties. I had to make, I had to make balloon animals too, but I could only make one thing, which was just like a generic animal Mm. or I could do a sword. A snake. A snake. I could do a a parrot on a swing. Jesus. Yeah. That's like legit. <laughs> you were a clown. That's pretty tight. <laughs> my name was Pebbles. Oh, Pebbles. God. This no, is why? sick, Molly. I'll tell you why. Because when I was a kid, my brothers used to call me Pebbles because they caught me putting pebbles in my coochie. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, like it, just in your underwear? Yeah. They said, and I always denied it, but I don't remember. <laughs> I denied it. It's very funny you called it a coochie. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I don't know if this is really the way to segue into asking a man for a sperm, but. Okay, so what are we doing here, man? Okay, yeah, so let's just, why don't you just, you know, go into it. Okay, well, uh, here I am with Mr. Carl Tart. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and I emailed you out of the blue asking you if you'd be interested in being on the podcast. Uh, you slid my DMs actually. Say what? Uh, you slid in my DMs on, <laughs> on Instagram. You didn't email me. Uh, and That's I right. was like, oh. I don't know your email. When I saw it, I was like, oh, Molly Hockey. Oh. my DMs. Okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> oh, shit. Molly Hockey. All right. What's good? And it was to be on the podcast. Was that a disappointment? No, it wasn't a disappointment. It wasn't a disappointment. <laughs> Slightly. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> My first question is, is that a weird, such a weird DM to get from somebody to be like, I'm doing a podcast about uh, seeking a sperm donor. Do you want to be on it? Is that a weird thing? No, no, I, I do not find it weird. I was very happy to receive oh, good, the invitation. Good. Well, I was pleasantly surprised that you were like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. I yeah. Because mean... I have no idea how men are going to react. I don't want them to feel pressured. I also don't want them to see me in the future and be like, oh my God, there's that girl that asked me to be on her podcast about sperm, you know, and like run away, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's not a, anyway, did I tell the audience yet that I'm drinking? Oh yeah. It's just Molly's had a gin and tonic. Just one. Yeah. Just one. She hasn't finished it yet. Half. (laughs) And I haven't had much sleep. Yeah. Well, she came in hot. She said, do you have anything to drink? (laughs) And I was like, Yeah. (laughs) So we're all, to be fair, we're all having a it's gin and It's the first tonic. time I've had, um, we've recorded an episode at night. Yeah. So that's exciting. Oh, it's great. It's, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's seven o'clock. Wow. Is this, is this called Twilight? 
Ooh, that's what a good Twilight? question. Yeah, this is Twilight. A little darker, I think. Twilight is a little bit darker. Don't you think? This is dusk. Oh, this shit. Is Twilight is the morning? No, I don't know. Actually, oh my God. is dusk the morning? Dawn is the morning. Yeah. And dusk, from dusk till dawn. So this is dusk. <laughs> I thought dusk was when it got fully dark. Oh, gosh. Should I Google? Don't panic, you guys. I found a real hardcore dictionary here, and... um. It's paper. It's got. It's made out of paper and stuff. Uh, dusk. Noun. The darker part of twilight. I, I, you know, we, we used to have, so at family family reunions back home in Mississippi, I'm from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, mm. on the very bottom. We've been uh, there. The beach. For a wedding. That's right. For Tig's wedding? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's where my, that's where my dad, that's where my, my family's from. Oh, wow. Past Christian. What was it yeah. called? Past Christian. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where your dad's from? Yeah. Your family? Yeah. Wow. As a matter of fact, my dad and Tig are the same age, I believe. And wow. I, I, I asked if they went to the same elementary school. They probably wouldn't have known each other. But I asked my dad where he went to elementary school, and I asked Tig, but she went to elementary school. My, I asked my grandma, actually. I was like, where did uh, dad go to elementary school? And then it was like, oh, they didn't want black kids in those schools over there, so we had to send them to another. Oh. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, segregation was over by this time. Yeah. Because it was like the late 70s. But... Uh, it was just like, oh, let's just go to another school, just just in case, oh, like, hey. for good measure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, so but family reunions back home in Mississippi. The fish fry is at dusk, mm. so we go fishing all day when we get up there and catch hundreds of fish and come back to the family land and fire up the uh, the fryer outside, like propane tank. Big is it pot oil? Of oil? Yeah, big pot oh. of oil. And like the fry. the women like batter it and stuff like that and bring it out and the men mm. fry it up. Oh my mm. God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. We got to go. <laughs> to my family reunion? I haven't yeah. been in a long time. Do they well, have it every year? Yeah, they still have it. Me and my mom haven't gone in a long time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is so funny. I'm just, the, what's happening right now is that I'm getting to know you for the first time. Yeah, and I think that's very really interesting talked. because, uh, yeah, <laughs> we've we've been around each other multiple times, but mm-hmm. we actually don't know each other very well. And you're probably the, I probably know you less than any other person that I've had on, had on the podcast so yeah. far. Um, so I just realized that that's what ha- what's happening right now. That's cool. And I like it. Yeah. It's really fun. I want to get to know you. I always saw you, but your class like at I.O. was like the people who are like, they were like when I first started, were like the seniors or like the kids. Oh, who yeah. Were, so it was like I didn't even realize you were at IO. I was there briefly. Like I was at Second City more, but IO had the bar and it oh, had the were. social, the social part of it. So that's when I learned. I thought you were more UCB. I'm more UCB now. Yeah. But back then. I was all second city. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you remember me from IO? <laughs> no, I don't think so. This is the second time I've asked someone that that remembered you and no one knows me. I think I met you through well, like Chris McGowan or something. Amanda, what? Did you go to classes after me? I, I was a dropout. But you, no, you were on a Herald team, weren't uh, yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. What I dropped... Herald team were you on? Yours. Oh my God. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> See, Why doesn't anyone remember that's me? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you were on another one before that weren't you i don't know i don't even remember for those uh at home that don't know what io is it's been referred to a couple times throughout this thing um it's uh an improv theater that no longer exists no r.i.p it just but i spent down. uh i spent 14 years of my life there yeah which is probably why i don't have um a husband or any children at this point when did you start there 2005 yeah mm-hmm but so when did you? No. 2009. Okay, so was, yeah, I was more than a senior. I was like a grad student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we start this podcast? <laughs>
Okay, well, I love the fact that you're 29 because I just discovered that there is an actual biological clock for men. Yeah? Yes. There's a, a higher higher birth rate for women who have a younger partner, 30 or younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Men who are 40 to 42 and the, the age of the woman is controlled for, the chance of conception is 46% as opposed to 73% when when they're 35 or younger. Wow. And uh, so anyway. I, just, I had like an uncle who had a kid at like 57. Well, you can. Was it not his kid? <laughs> no, it was probably his kid. Right. Your door doesn't close, but uh, it gets creaky and okay. um, old. Does that make you feel I'm trying anything? to put pressure on you. No. Uh, <laughs> the pressure's already on. My mom puts the pressure on. Does she? Yeah. That's interesting. I do, do you have siblings? Hear. Younger brothers. But old enough to where my mom wants a baby in the house. Oh, so yeah. So what do you, do you want kids in your life? Do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think the hardest part has been finding a partner. Right. Yeah. For me, it comes from A, being very uh, selfishly career driven at this point. Mm-hmm. But I just have had bad luck dating, yeah. I think. I think it's a insecurity thing. I've never been... A ladies' man, if you will. You? Which now I'm very thankful for in, oh. this, in this climate. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, I've never been, but I, you know, went through, I've dated a lot. I, like, I've recently had to step back and look and go, oh, my gosh, Carl, you you dated quite a lot uh, <laughs> in the past couple of years. But it's, I think it was because I, I, had, I, I had never gotten attention from girls, really, my whole life. And so... Uh, then I started being like an improv guy. I understand. And started getting attention and couldn't then didn't, didn't know how to say no until like a year ago. I gotta say, uh, as a woman growing up in the improv world um, and trying to date improvisers, that is the theory that I've had about improv men, which is that like these are a bunch of men that were probably pretty awkward in yeah. high school and uh, nobody appreciated them. Then they found improv and suddenly they were idolized Mm -hmm. but i had many crushes on on fellas who didn't want anything more than you know they didn't want a commitment of any kind because they were just coming into their own yes and uh but there's nothing wrong with that they should you should have that experience that's totally fine you don't have to feel bad about it yeah i felt bad for a long time because a lot of girls made me feel awful (laughs) but like it. it was it was not i get it you know i understand i also it was I had some negative experiences though. Oh, bummer. Who wanted to be wanted to be on my arm as just because I was Oh. People knew who I was and stuff like that. Oh. Like not all of them, but like I'm not but like it was just I just had some negative experiences with dating. And so I had to take it down tremendously and and go back to what I had always wanted, which was to have a partner in the family. Yeah. And uh I my mom's not putting that much pressure on me. She just always Makes she, she, she knows how it. to get under my skin mm-hmm. about like yeah I was talking to my friend the other day and <laughs> she was saying when's Carl gonna have some kids and I was like girl he's too selfish and he's too and I'm like mom don't even don't start saying stuff like that like you know what I'm doing I can't uh, and then but I have no excuse really because she did it with a child right so like, right yeah <laughs> what would your mom think if you were to donate sperm I think she would be disappointed yeah um. Because she would want that baby. She'd want the baby, yeah. But also, I don't. I have to understand that I'm almost a thirty year old, and I don't have to tell my mom everything. (laughs) 
but I am a mama's boy and I feel like I would feel guilty. Everything yes, everything I that my mom guilty. everything that my mom doesn't know about me weighs on me heavily. Really? Yeah. And what if you were to suddenly just come out to your mom with all the things she doesn't know about you and then she just understood you almost as a peer? I think she'd be disappointed to an extent, mm-hmm. but also understand that she did a good job with me and my brother because we're both doing good things now. Mm-hmm. Like my brother's a, a good college student and he's working while he's here on summer break right now. Mm-hmm. And like I have a job and I'm following, I'm chasing my career and, and carving out a good like and I and I think we're both at our core as good people. So I don't think she would be. I think she would just be like, "Well, you had to live." Like hmm. everybody has to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this this goes back to like my mom's always been super overprotective. And growing up in South Central LA, you know, there's a lot of temptations and stuff like that that I had. My mom tried to shelter me from everything, but she can't be there all the time because she had one, then two kids by herself, and so I had to learn things on my own. I had to go out in the streets. I had to learn what areas that I could go in and couldn't go in because of gang stuff. Mm-hmm. I got friends that are gangbangers. I hung out with them. I never joined. They always thought I was too goofy. But <laughs> like, you were too goofy to be in a gang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. De- they were. They. I was definitely the kid who, according to movies, it's it's a it's a great thing that I made it out because usually I'm the kid that gets killed. The one that's not. Doing that's so like, true. Like the sweet kind yeah, of more yeah, innocent who boy. Who is just like who's just a product of his environment. Yeah. And but my friends who were like doing bad stuff would just be like, Nah, Carl, you you hang back. Like this ain't for you. <sighs> and I used to be like, Oh man, I want to come too. Uh-uh. I want to come. Like, and they'd be like, Nah, man, you stay. Oh, thank God. Like, and then I remember, you know, having having scuffles and stuff like that and them having my back like you don't mess with him like mm-hmm. that's i was always just i was always just the funny kid to them Jeez. funny kid with a funny accent so uh, your mom was a single mom did yeah. she was she working yeah wow she's a teacher wow she did sales stuff and she was also a working actor doing like she was doing everything that most of our peers do but with two kids with a wow a, a middle schooler and a toddler like, you know, if you, were, apart. if you were to move wow. on to the next level, I would make you and your mom come in here and yeah. talk to me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'd how I would try agree to, win to her that. Over. Yeah. <laughs> so, Molly, would you feel comfortable, like, taking someone's sperm, knowing, like, with, like if Carl didn't tell his no, mom? No, I don't you think that if you, right. wouldn't, if you weren't telling your mom, I don't think that I would feel comfortable with that. Really? Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a grown man. I that's, know, but that's, that's such the it's most childish true. thing to say. I'm a grown man, Molly. <laughs> I know, yeah, he's 29, so it really is, like... <laughs> Oh, you're gosh. just empathizing with I guess mom. I'm just empathizing with your mom and, and that feeling of like I'm going to give her grandkids I, I am yes and that's what I that's what will make me feel better about not yeah. telling her yeah even if I'm not married or something mm-hmm. like cause I know that's that's like the traditional thing and stuff yeah. like that and I'm, I'm totally fine with being a, a father yeah with a, like a co-parent yeah you know? as long as I want to. I want to give her grandkids. She's. I mean, I. Kn- I know my mom very well, and she's such like a diva type <laughs> that I'm like, I'm, why do you keep mentioning this? You know, you don't want to be a grandma. Like you still feel like you're too young. That's funny. Like she is so young. Yeah, she's a young woman. It's like forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. She's only eight years older than she me. She could probably yeah. have a kid. She yeah. would if she really wanted one. Yeah. That would be so weird. Me and my brother would both be like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? That's so funny. I'm be 30 years older than my newest sibling. Your mom and I could be buddies. Probably, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I I take like solace in the fact that one day she will have grandkids. Yeah. Okay, and, and you are and, right. It is not. It's not her business. You are a grown man. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'll rescind what I said earlier. Um. That doesn't preclude you from being my sperm donor if you don't <laughs> tell your mom. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so some other things that I ask um, my guests are, let's see, well, I, I don't want to pass on certain things to and my child. Some of those things are alcoholism, mm-hmm. and then I used to have panic attacks, mm-hmm. so there's panic disorder, <clears throat> Me, a, a bunch of my siblings have had panic attacks. Uh, alcoholism is there, Yeah, but I don't worry about that that yeah. much, you know? Uh and then other things passing on, I would say my grandma passed away from Alzheimer's mm. and none of the other, like my, my aunt who is now 70, I believe is still very much in her right mind. Yeah. And my grandma, by the time she was 69, yeah. I remember cause that was when I moved here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is my great grandma. And she raised me because my, uh, my mom's mom had passed away. So my great grandma mm-hmm. was raised me and my mom. Uh, wow. basically yeah and because my mom was 16 so and pregnant yeah yeah and so and then but my grandma was like you still need to go to college and you've always wanted to live in la and do that stuff so you're still gonna do that he can stay here with me and i was there for nine years and then she started to repeat herself oh, and things bummer. started to get so uh, dementia but my aunt her daughter who is 70 now doesn't have doesn't have it so maybe it's not uh maybe it's not past, past yes down, I guess. got you I don't have Alzheimer's in the family, though. So maybe they can't sleep around. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be a cute baby, though. Yeah, be adorable. Blake, Blake Griffin-looking baby. I have a very cute baby. We're both pretty tall. How tall are you? 5'8". How are um, you? 6'2". How are you? 6'2". Okay, <laughs> yeah. I like a 6'2". Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you play sports growing up? I did. What did you play? Football, basketball, baseball. Oh, track, you're athletic. Everything. Okay. Oh, you're good at these um, sports? Yeah. Still oh, play you're baseball not... and basketball. Okay. Regularly. Right. Have, I have, like have gained some weight, but uh <laughs> hopefully I wear it well. Uh, oh yeah. No, it looks good on you. Um my dad, now that's a that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Weight is a thing. Oh, is your dad a big guy? My dad and uncles are big big men. Oh right. And okay. I I think my dad is hiding some diabetes or something. I think oh, he don't want to tell the but I but that's also dietary stuff. Yeah, like I I was home a couple of years ago, and we got up at five a.m. to go fishing, and I woke up like went in the kitchen, heard the microwave running, and my dad had just like a full plate of ribs and sausage that we had made the <laughs> oh night. I was like, Dad, it's five a.m. <laughs> oh like, but he's also an athlete. He was in the NFL. Um, he was. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> oh my goodness! I want an NFL baby. Yeah. <gasps> I love football. I do too. Uh, Who's your team? I'm a Saints fan. Of course. Of yeah. course. I'm a Steelers fan. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind them. Were like, you a, a large baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I was tall. Do you know how... Um, 7'11". 7'11". Oh, that's a good number. Yeah. Do you know how many inches you were? 23. Wow. That's very tall. Yeah. Wow. It was 1220 on a Thursday in January at Singing River Hospital, Pasco. January. January what? 5th. Are you Sagittarius? Capricorn. Oh, thank God. Do you know mm-hmm. about astrological signs? Is I that... only know about men that I've dated, but oh. every man that I date is a fucking Sagittarius. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. They all have the same birthday. I'm dating a guy right now. His mm. birthday is December 15th, I think. And Dan was the 15th. And Pete, this guy I dated for three years, was the 16th. Benny, my old dog, <laughs> was the 12th. <laughs> oh, my God. January 5th. Okay, Capricorn. That's good. <laughs> oh, my cat's a Capricorn. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we think. Actually, we don't know. But <laughs> That's why I'm not allergic. Yeah, why yeah. would you know that? We don't really know, but somehow we just decided. Because I read our horoscopes every morning. Oh, and you, you we see read the cats. relate to her yeah. most. That's fun. <laughs> um, are you a good singer? I do okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know that in every episode I make my guests sing. Really? And, and then I have to try to harmonize with you. Okay. But I'm not very good at harmonizing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to sing? What do you want me to sing? I don't care. Do you have a song that I might know? No, or like it like, could be like an old standard. You, you that asked all me if I was a good singer, so now I have to like try. No, you don't have to. You don't have to try. Um, you want me to Google? Why don't you Google the word song and see what pops up? <laughs> How about the Eagles? Do you guys know the Eagles? I love the Eagles. Yeah. Do you know I? The Eagles? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> sure. All right, I'm well, singing. I'm not going to be singing. Yeah. Amanda, I dare uh, you to sing. No. <laughs> no, I don't think uh, so. I'm going to Google the lyrics to what this song? song. Take it to the limit. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's good. Song. Do you want me to look up like a karaoke track? Yeah, or something? yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get to yeah, the... I'll sing it with the music. <clears throat> All right, maybe take it easy. Okay, take it take easy. Take it easy, uh, karaoke. Run down the road. That's mm-hmm. a wow, good song. That is good. I, I'm not gonna harmonize to that. There's no harmony. I mean, there is probably, yeah. but I don't know In how to hook. do it. No, <laughs> 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 no. Oh, I I already love his voice. This is gonna work. What? I can't, I can't hear, hear it. Anymore. We can't hear it. Oh, okay. sorry. I, I'm hearing it in my headphones. <laughs> well, I'm a running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Woo! Four that wanna hold me, two that wanna stone me. One says she's a friend of mine. Taking it easy. Taking it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Yeah. I'm not I'm not harmonizing, I'm just doing Lighten the melody. Why you still can? Don't even try to understand. I can't harmonize. Just find a place to make your stance and take it easy. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay, it's becoming more and more apparent that I'm not very good at coming up with harmonies on the spot. So I looked up some online tutorials. Won't you join me for this lesson? Hi, I'm Susan Anders. Hi, Susan. I'm a voice coach in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, I love Tennessee. I used to go there when I was a kid. And I want to give you a beginning lesson on how to sing upper parallel harmonies. Huh, I never heard of them. When the melody goes up, the harmony goes up. When the melody goes down, the harmony goes down. Oh, that is so simple. So let me show you this with the first line of Lean On Me. (gasps) I fucking love that song. in our lives. Now a lot of harmonies sit a third above the melody. So to find the starting note for my harmony, I'm going to count up three from my melody starting note. Some, one, two, three. Some. That works with the chords. So I've got the starting note for my harmony. Okay, let me get this straight. You're saying that there's logic behind harmonizing. Okay, very cool, very cool. Now I'm going to play the melody and sing the harmony. 
sometimes in our lives. Why'd you stop? I was doing okay, it. Okay, so now it's your turn. I'm going to sing the melody and you sing the harmony. Okay, have it your way. I start on some. Find your starting note by counting up. Some, one, two, three, some. That's right, it's some, one, two, three, some. Come in after three, four. Three, four. Some times in our lives we all have pain. We all have sorrow. Did you get it? You can always listen to this again if you need to practice it more. I can tell that you have a great voice. Just because I don't know how to harmonize doesn't mean our baby wouldn't have a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I like that you tried to sing too, Amanda. I couldn't hear what you. What do you because, mean try to sing? I mean, you were great. I couldn't hear you because the <laughs> music was very loud. Out of you. I know. I'm, no. Started calling you Marshmallow. Also, she didn't remember I was on her improv team yeah, she's, for she's five hating years. You today. <laughs> she's hating you. She was the funniest girl on my improv team. Oh, you can't say that. I just say forgot that. about it. <laughs> funniest person. I, I honestly She's didn't. actually the funniest person I know. I didn't make a lot, a big impression. I was kind of a shy improviser. No, were you? Yeah, I just don't get a lot of references. I don't get a lot I don't of boy either. references. Me so neither. there was a lot of times when I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about. Did yeah. you mad at Io? No, um, no, I met him working at Universal Studios. For those of you at home that don't know, Matt is Amanda's husband. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Matt Gorley, my husband. Yeah. And uh, Amanda doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to get Matt on the podcast someday. I'm open to it. I think that'd be interesting. But I know also... you're going to, I know you're not going to like it. I don't know how, I haven't really <laughs> sorted my feelings out about it, but um, I'm, I'm open to a discussion for sure. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> but it. But back to Carl. Yeah, I'm interested kind of like Carl's thoughts about being a sperm donor and yeah, if, so Carl, like you've ever you, considered it. Yeah, have you, have you ever thought about donating sperm before, like mm. to a sperm bank? Not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, I never thought about that. But have, did you hear like in college and stuff like that, that like, uh, you know, you could donate sperm and make a bunch of money and all that? My college was improv. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I went for one year. I played basketball in college for one year. Where was that? Uh, New Mexico Highlands University. Wow. Um, we had a terrible season, got cut, came home, and started doing improv. That's great. So I didn't have the I mean, I you didn't don't have need my it. College. That's another reason why I had issues dating, because I didn't have my college experience. It was kind of my formative years. In, oh, yeah. Out in the real world. I mean, I didn't date in college either. I had like a steady boyfriend all through the whole four years, so I didn't know what that was. that scene was all about. You guys missed out. Yeah, college was tight. <laughs> no, Amanda college, was wild. college wasn't tight. No, it was, <laughs> I had no friends. Maria, I had one friend. You had a lot of friends. I had one friend in college. So you've never considered being a sperm donor, but are you open to donating sperm? I've considered it, but not in the donation center sense. Right, right, right. Just right. to a, a friend or something. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, so have you ever been asked by anybody? Not seriously. Yeah. No, one of my friends was talking about it one time. I was like, yeah, you, I'll have you a baby. Yeah. Not thinking about the ramifications of yeah. knowing the child and being around. I, I, yeah. I think it would be weird for me to know the kid. Would you rather have like a large distance between you and the woman um, mm -hmm. so that you didn't have to think about it? Yeah. Rather than being like the um, sort of uncle carl that comes around every now and again and always gives good like fun presents and comes to birthday parties yeah no i'd rather have the distance yeah 
Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And do you think like with Molly, that would be a, a good distance or you feel like it's too close? Too close. Too close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I mean, if that's, because I wouldn't care. Personally, I don't care if the mm. man is involved, but I'm the one that gets to, I'm happy with my baby. Yeah. So I don't really have to worry about it. Um, but if that's a concern of yours and we are like in the same neighborhood and you see each other, we ran into each other in Marshalls one day. That's right. Oh, At Marshalls? Yeah. The mm-hmm. I had never been to Marshalls store? before and it was so fun. I love Marshalls. Marshalls is great. I know. I've been back like six times since. <laughs> yeah. You'd see, you'd see me on Instagram. See you on Instagram. I mean, you could unfollow uh, me. Nah, it'd be weird. <laughs> nah, Your friends know. would know because you were on this podcast. Friends would know. People would be like, "Did you hear what Molly's doing with that baby?" Yeah. But also, I don't the think baby would probably like look like Carl, maybe even more than you. Just I feel like your genes are probably more dominant. Probably. Possibly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm blonde and I have green eyes, and I think those are recessive traits. Yeah, you'd have a, somebody running around that looked a lot like you. <laughs> Just like light skinned. Hmm. A little lighter. Yeah, nah. Yeah, no. It yeah. doesn't look like it's going to happen. I unfortunately will have to withdraw myself from the race. <laughs> from the sperm race. Ooh. He's taking himself out. So on a scale of one to ten of interest, you're a zero. I am. A, I am uh, see, this is this is tough because if we were like, if we were dating, right. I would be all about it. Really? But Do you want to date me? <laughs> She's you open. You have a boyfriend. <laughs> then well, he won't commit. Well, that's something to consider. Okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting. Wow, this okay, is fascinating. Okay, but so let's say you had, you were, let's say you were dating a girl mm-hmm. and she was my age. Yeah. And she wanted to have a baby but didn't, wasn't ready. She didn't, personally, I feel like I'm in a place where I don't have time to have a boyfriend to mm-hmm. have this baby. That I need to have the baby and then figure out the boyfriend situation. <laughs> what do you think, what, <laughs> this is interesting for me as a dude. Uh, yeah. Forgive me if it's a misogynistic blind spot. I do you think I would need like a special amount of attention if if we were dating? What is that? I don't know what you mean. Like you say you don't have time to have a boyfriend. Because I don't have time. Time as in my biological clock. Oh, yeah. Like, we need to, like if we if we solidified our relationship r- right now during this podcast, we'd have to like start making a baby tonight. I mean, that's, yes, and okay. I'm not ready to make that kind of a decision about a, a a person that I may end up having to spend the rest of my life with. You got it. But I am ready to make a decision about having a baby, mm-hmm. theoretically. Very interesting. That's the other thing, though. What? You don't have, we don't have to spend the rest of our lives together if we had the baby. But if we were dating, we'd have a romantic connection. Ah, I get you. So then he'd be involved in the baby's life. And so you would, there would be a gray area, it would be very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And complicated. There you go. So. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now where are we? Well, the, uh, I guess I'm still at a zero. <laughs> zero. You're, let's say you're dating a girl. Three months into it, she's like, I want to have a baby. Um, do you want to be the dad? If not, sayonara. If so, let's do this. But like you're... 
where you're gonna make that you're not gonna make that kind of a not in three months yeah it would also depend on the woman <laughs> if you sell a future there, you might be open to it. I saw a future there, I would be open to it, yes. Yeah. Even now at 29. Mm-hmm. Wow, you're so family-oriented. I, I don't know what it is. I, I just, I, th- I mean, I, I'm not the only one of my friends who thinks like this. Yeah. You're like, not? No. So men are good. Yes. Men <laughs> are decent. Men are decent human beings. There's, there's good and bad Even on both sides. Even ones in L.A.? There's good and bad on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> who uh, was, ew, was that? That was no. Mike Pence. It was? I thought it was Donald, no, it was Donald Trump. Trump. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that's not allowed on my oh, okay. podcast. Cut it, out. Cut it out. Sorry, I thought you got that in the notes. No, you didn't send me any in notes. In the DM? You just no slid notes. my DMs and was like, you up? You want to do my podcast? You up? <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. Yeah. Was it 3 a.m.? No. It was late. I think it was late. Yeah. Oh, where did we just leave off? Okay, you're doing Donald Trump. Oh, no, we were just talking about how... <laughs> Carl is family oriented and how he said that some of his friends also feel the same way. I think we all, we all are in a place right now. LA men that you know, LA men that I know with jobs, like how you have a job with jobs. A a lot of us are late twenties, early thirties, mostly early thirties. I probably am men with jobs. We talk about it. We talk, we discuss like, it's like, damn, if I could find the right woman, like, but it is, Slim pickings in the improv community. I honestly, for me, this is a lesson in I just need to be more confident in myself. You yeah. should be, yeah. Look, I, you have a woman on her hands and knees begging for your sperm. Am I on my hands and knees? <laughs> no. I kind of am. Technically. I mean, I'm leaning on You're one just hand. Lounging. I'm on my hip and my feet are up. So kind of. <laughs> you have a woman on her hip uh, and hands. Yeah, I uh, I just have to be more confident in myself and, and uh, approach the women who I am interested in more. You should. I got to say that confidence is one of the most attractive Confidence things. is very important. It's something that I'm working on. I'm I'm very confident in my ability. Yeah. In my talent. As a person, I don't think I'm the most. I'm, it's stuff that I've dealt with my whole life. And I, yeah. like, for example, we went, to, we went to Vegas for Memorial Day. And we got, like, a VIP, like, booth. Table service. Club, oh, yeah. Table service. I'm and familiar. And... <laughs> Girls kind of start floating around when mm-hmm. they see the alcohol. Oh yeah, and uh, I still was like, it, it, it's amazing to me how like even now, even after I can get up on stage and talk to five thousand people, I've done it. Yeah, and yet when they started like coming around, my friends were like, "Hey, what's up? How you?" And I'm still like <laughs> looking at your so phone. Sh- yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> sweet. I think that's nice though, because a lot of guys, especially young men, are so confident because they've Mm. just been handed everything and so their journey in life is to like get knocked down a peg (laughs) whereas yours is to like you're you know have the opposite journey where you're like in your 30s will probably like fully grow into your confidence Mm. which is what most women experience yeah yeah i like especially if if i'll try i I could try to make a joke or something like that and if it doesn't land if my humor is too family guy or something i'm i'm quiet for the night unless unless she is like hey you and then i'm like okay like if she initiated i can talk to the person yeah yeah you need to be invited i need to be invited yes Mm, it's hard it's very i've been working on my i don't i don't know how i've been working on it but it's i've struggled with confidence for a very long time because i love myself i think i'm I think I'm smart and funny and pretty and all these things, but I, I don't know. I also think I'm stupid at the same time mm-hmm. and I am inferior. And, um, and 
it's incredibly hard to manufacture confidence out of like where 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 do you get it where yeah. does it come from you just have to do it i, I still don't know do yeah you for, just have to fake it sometimes till you make it it's i think for me it's and this is getting deep this is turned into a therapy podcast uh for <laughs> me it's all looks like i've just Your never looks? thought i was attractive Oh my god! And, and and this is the first thing Amanda said to me when I told her that you were coming on. She said, "He's cute." Amanda, yeah, thank you so much. You're uh, I've never. It's it's a weird thing. I know a lot of women go through this stuff, but like, uh, especially as a as a black man and being dark skinned that's looked so far down upon, even in the black community. So like, I go out in the world every day and I have an anxiousness oh. of being seen as aggressive or scary. Or mm-hmm. I'm also six two, two hundred and fifty pounds, and like, I'm like. Uh, Got a, a beard now, like which is usually much thicker than this, ladies. But uh, <laughs> what does that mean? I had to. I, I can grow a thick beard. I like oh, a thick oh. beard. Yeah. I like a thick yeah, beard. Uh, I had you have head it, hair. I had to shave recently. Uh, that is uh, not a problem. Currently not a problem. Yeah. Not a problem. Just curious. Um, it is. It's still there, but it's like oh, up it's in cute. the up it's in cute, these. Though. Uh, but. As I wear a ton of hats. Uh, I wear many hats. Not <laughs> me too, that I have a too. bunch of jobs, just I have a lot of hats. Oh, I have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of jobs, but no yeah. hats. No physical hats. No physical hats. <laughs> Darn it. If somebody said, hey, get in front of this room, make everybody laugh, I know I can do it. Mm. If they say, talk to these people, or be nice, or shoot this basketball, or catch this football, I can do that stuff. If they say, like, tell me something that you don't think anybody in this room knows, I can do that. But... If it was a modeling competition, mm-hmm. like it, it would. I would definitely be like, uh, no, I'm not. I've dealt with some weight issues the past couple, mm-hmm. past few years and stuff, which is my fault. I love sweets. <laughs> uh, and then the the hair thing, which oh, most gosh. people say they don't care about, but you have a beautiful head. Uh, thank you. I'm very lucky, but that's why I grow the beard now, cause because I have to shave the head. But I'm very lucky that I can wear a bald head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, most shows I go on, I make it a point to ask a, ask for a hat from the wardrobe lady. Really? <laughs> and I carry. I have. A, you don't I, need I, it. I have blank hats too. I have hats with nothing on them, just so I can wear them on TV. Oh my god. <laughs> Do we have any other questions? I, I mean, I don't think so. Um, we sang. We sang. We got your zero to ten. Yes. Let's get zero. an official zero to yeah. ten. One. Really? Oh my yeah. god, he went up one. I'll go We're up excited. One. A one is not bad. Oh, it's only because I can't walk out of here with you thinking that I would never, ever in a million years consider it. Okay, cool. I that like you it. as a person, Molly. Thanks, Carl. My favorite cereal is Fruity Pebbles. <gasps> That's That was not a thing. Alex made that up in my ep- yeah. in that episode. Right. Reese's Puffs. Say? Reese's Puffs. And yours is Fruity Pebbles? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like guess that. I can ask from now on. Yeah. Molly, what's your favorite cereal? Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Did you grow up with sugar cereals? Cause Hell how you, yes. But how do you not know Reese's Puffs? When he said that in the episode, you like were like, I'm 10 what? years older than him. I don't know. Reese's Puffs for breakfast. Here's what, what I eat. Here's what I ate for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, ch- is Choco Pebbles a thing? Like, Cocoa yeah. Pebbles. Cocoa. Oh. Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, loved those. And the other thing I had that was weird was just bananas and milk and sugar. Ugh. Like floating bananas? Yes. It's delicious. <laughs> and I would put two scoops of sugar in it. Like white sugar? Yes. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was my favorite breakfast. It probably tastes like just like a loose banana pudding, right? No. It was like nice solid pieces of sliced banana. And, and, and a lot of milk. I loved milk. 
I don't know, Molly. That's nah. weird. No. Carl's back down to a zero. <laughs> yeah, after zero. Hearing Negative that. one. Oh, guys. Negative well, one. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So then we'll wrap it up and let Amanda go to sleep. I don't go to go bed. To it's not my bedtime yet. It's 8.30. <laughs> I go to bed usually around 11. <laughs> <laughs> That Carl, great... thank you so much. Thanks Amanda, thank me. you so much. It's so fun. That was so fun, guys. Okay, it's not over yet, you guys, because I got the most amazing voicemail on my dedicated line, 323-741-1818. I got the most amazing voicemail from an old friend. Um, let's take a listen. Hey, Molly. It's Allegra Hollenbeck. I have some exciting news. There's someone from uh, my mom's group on Facebook, and she's in L.A., and she posted uh, something that says, if anyone in L.A. wants a vial of sperm from a cute, well-rounded, very healthy donor um, to contact her. I'm really excited. Um, uh, let me know. Okay. I hope you're having a great day. Bye. Huh? What does this voicemail mean? I'm so confused. I'm calling Allegra. Okay. So I don't understand your message. <laughs> I... I'm part of this amazing Facebook group of women, of moms. Yeah. Um, there's this woman who posted, and this is her post. She said, anyone in L.A. want a free vial of sperm from a cute, well-rounded, uh, very healthy donor? I can't bring myself to destroy it. <laughs> and so it's been, through, it's been through a sperm bank. It's, she's, it's frozen somewhere at the bank, probably. I think so. This is, I don't have a lot of information. So I basically told her, hey, here's my friend Molly. She's doing a sperm cat. <laughs> and I can put you in touch with her. Yeah. And then you guys can talk about the, yeah. the details. So I just kind of, it's so fun to sort of try to guess what's going on. I, I'm imagining she bought a bunch of sperm and then she's at, she doesn't need the rest because she had the baby. That's um, what I, I think too. But, but also, you know, this sperm has been vetted. It's been tested. We know it's good sperm. But at the same time, and um, also, is she just giving it away? Probably. She said free. Yeah. So, but I mean. Just free sperm. But there's so much free sperm all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the sperm isn't as complicated. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's less vetted. complicated sperm. <laughs> I hear sperm and I think of you now, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> Sperm is just coming at me from all directions. <laughs> God. But I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I feel like you should talk to her because if it's like like being held somewhere, yeah. like I, does it go bad? It won't go bad, but she's probably paying to keep it on ice. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like you can at least talk to her. Like she's... I kind of wish like I didn't have any of the things going on in my life that are going on and I could just be like, oh, yeah. Fuck this podcast. Fuck everything. I'm just going to go do this thing and be pregnant and not worry about How's it. How's the podcast going? Are you getting some money? Oh, God, no. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I think if I were like, at, if at some point there were advertisers or whatever, then you, yeah. then I'd get a little bit of money. But they don't do that unless you're getting at least, like, I think 5,000 downloads per episode, and I'm not near there. Oh, my God. So... Well, whatever well i mean I I, if i don't podcast. get there that's fine what okay uh -huh. yeah so send me her information yeah yeah <laughs> and then i'm sure she'll talk to you and you know maybe, maybe i can record that call yeah so we have two kids from this donor yeah and he's an 
he's anonymous donor from California Cryobank. Mm-hmm. When we went searching for a donor, he um, he was at the top of our list. We went through a, like a rigid tearing down of trying to get to the right donor for us. Yeah. Um, and this guy just stood out. So I've had a vial sitting at my doctor's for since, you know, since I was trying to inseminate. And I got a notice in the mail that was like, basically, you know, you know, we're not going to keep your vial anymore unless you pay. And I was just like, oh, or we can destroy it. And I was just like, oh, I just can't bring myself to destroy it. But yeah, you guys aren't going to have any more. No, if I wound up pregnant, my wife would leave me. So (laughs) yeah, so we have this vial and I was just like, you know, they're so expensive. They're like 550 bucks a pop. And quick question, how much would it be for you to store it? It's 200 for the year. Okay. You saw pictures of him as a child and your kids are doing great. Yeah, they, they're both, they're awesome. We have two great kids and we are connected with other families from the same donor. Um, you are. Yeah. Amazing. And so, um, we know, uh, a family, a lesbian family in, um, Pennsylvania that have a boy and a girl. Uh-huh. And a, fan, a, girl, a single mom in West Virginia that has a beautiful daughter. I mean, they're all really cute kids. I can send yeah. you pictures of them. Oh and then, um, and then there's a, a, a lesbian mom in um, San Francisco that has a little boy. And then we biologically had a boy and a girl, but our our daughter is transgender. So oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, but I think, I mean, if that's genetic, it definitely came from my wife because she has a transgender cousin as well. Uh-huh. Um, so who knows? I mean, I don't know how, how all that works out, but, yeah. um, our son, we, so we have two boys now. They're very healthy kids. All the kids are really healthy. The only issue that the kids had, um, as a group as they all had acid reflux, but. Oh no, pretty... I've got terrible acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty common in babies though, I have it to is, say. It is, Yeah, so. That's um, interesting. Yeah, but that's the only thing, I mean, as far as like his family health and everything is yeah. unbelievable. He, we picked health over everything as far as what we were looking for for a donor. Yeah. And his, he literally had like one uncle who had a heart attack and that is everything in his whole family and then the second thing we were looking for was like like a cool personality and just someone that we would be friends with you feel like you were able to figure that out from his profile yeah yeah and and they had a voice recording um you can hear him answer the questions oh i didn't know you could hear their voices that's super important to me (laughs) we and we picked a guy that was smart but not too smart if that makes sense because Uh i feel like people who are too smart have mental problems so yeah our guy's super uh well-rounded he he went to school studying art and then he he went to law school to become a lawyer he wanted to be a nonprofit lawyer for artists um that's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's cool. He's a surfer. He played soccer. He played baseball. So he's very athletic as well. And did he have genetic testing? Yep, he had genetic testing. It was good. Not he, a carrier um, of anything. Nope. Okay. And he physically, he he's tall. He's thin. He was. I'd have to look up his stats. Do you remember how tall um, he was? 
he was, I want to say six, one or two. Interesting. Yeah, tall guy. So he has light brown hair and hazel eyes. This is very yeah, funny to me, this whole scenario, because when Allegra first mentioned it, I was just like, what? But there's plenty of sperm out there in the world. There's not a shortage of sperm. But this is like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, the high grade premium sperm. It really is. I know. <laughs> it really is. And he's like a world traveler, this guy. And he drew, you know, they were allowed to write a little note to the kids. And he wrote something cute with a little smiley face. And I thought, you know what? That's something I would do. I would write a little smiley face. And I was yeah. just like, I know that's something simple, but it was super cute. So I didn't know you. they could write a note to the kids. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. How do they screen for uh, alcoholism or mental illness? I and mean, can't anybody just say, I'm fine, I'm healthy? What I learned from my process is one out of 1,000 applicants get chosen. Wow. So they're crazy rigorous on checking on your history. And um, alcoholism is actually one of the things they talk about on the questionnaire. I mean, as far as your family history and stuff and he didn't yeah. have any of that both of my kids are like the cool i swear to god they're the funniest coolest little people and such just like happy little souls and yeah i just gosh i want yeah, to mean, but i'm scared <laughs> because i'm not ready <laughs> you're so funny well you got to get ready because you're 39 and i'm not trying to push you but i know that's yeah, why i'm you, doing this and one of uh one of the 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 women she could not get pregnant for eons and eons and eons and then finally tried this donor she switched donors and got pregnant and get her and her wife here. were pregnant at the same time <laughs> with two different donors why don't you you know i want you to keep me posted and if if somebody else is clamoring for this sperm or they're saying we're going to get rid of it hit me up i want to talk to you more and let you know okay yeah because today i'm not ready but um this is kind of cool. <laughs> no problem. Wait, yeah, I just... forgot your name. Kathleen. Kathleen. I'm Molly. <laughs> Molly. You're so great. Thanks for talking to me. I'm so happy for sure. you and your little family. Thank you. And yeah, keep me posted about everything. Okay, I will. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness, you guys. After she hung up, she sent me pictures of her sons and she sent me a picture of one of the other kids from the same donor. They're all so beautiful and cute. Wouldn't it be amazing if I could just grab that vial of sperm and shove it up there and just see what happens? I know, I know. Don't worry. I'm not going to do that. I'm a rational human being and I know I have a lot of stuff to work out first, but it's kind of fun to think about and good to know that I'm not feeling super negative anymore. Also, it wouldn't be that easy because I'd have to go to her doctor and get intrauterine insemination and that would be a whole process. But anyway, speaking of doctors, I made an appointment to see my OBGYN this week and I am going to test my fertility and I'm going to take those results of my fertility test and put them on my Patreon page so only my Patreon subscribers can know what's going on with my business. Have you signed up for my Patreon account yet at patreon.com forward slash spermcast? I'm guessing you haven't because only 12 of you have. Who are those 12 people? They are Melissa Stetton, John Michael Perkins, Brandon Stenger, Will Roth, Kelsey Philbin, Caitlin Rizik, Chalice Hood, Joe Ellis, Lisa Galoon, Skylar Galoon, Brooke and Ian Friedman, and my mother, Penny Hockey. And together, the 12 of you make 81 whopping dollars. Thank you guys so much. It means so much to me. If you've got it in your budget to subscribe and donate a dollar or 
to a month to support an independent podcast, go for it. I fully support you supporting me. And once I get to $250, I'm going to make an extra episode each month, a full-length extra episode each month, but only for my Patreon subscribers. Carl Tart, thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest. And Amanda Lund, you are a star. Kathleen, I cannot thank you enough for going through all of that with me. That was so interesting. And uh, I hope that one day I can, you know, maybe the stars will align and I'll get to use that little vial of sperm of yours. And Allegra, thank you so much for introducing me to Kathleen. Are you guys super excited for the next episode? How could you be? You don't even know who the guest is. And neither do I. But I'm hoping it's Amanda Lund and her husband, Matt Gorley. Okay, I gotta get out of here so you know the drill. Subscribe, rate, review, share. Oh, and if you're having any trouble rating or reviewing on your iPhone, try doing it on your computer on iTunes. Just letting you know. A little advice from a podcast pro. As always, you can email me at spermcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at spermcast or you can call my special number 323-741-1818. That's it. Bye, guys. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white. Tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.